Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one. We kick off with a fantastic interview with one of our good friends, Felix Saunders, uh, originally in the band The Howling Wolves that we absolutely loved. He's now got his own um, solo project, side project going on uh, as a result, I guess, of you know lockdowns and things like that, not being able to see the rest of the band. And honestly, it's beautiful, it's brilliant. We really love it. We really enjoyed um, just chatting about that the stuff generally as we do um, and then we go into a whole selection of big fat heavy tunes uh, as is the tradition um, in part one and it's a really really good one actually and um, there's a whole range of stuff in there you're gonna dig it you're gonna love it part two is on the way as well thank you so much for listening thank you for your support on twitter uh, facebook and Instagram, which I'm rubbish at remembering to update, but Bones is really good at. Um, thank you for telling your friends generally. You know, every retweet, every every time you mention it to someone, uh, it makes a massive difference. We're helping spread the word and share the music. We know our, our listener numbers go up every week. It's absolutely phenomenal, to be honest with you. If anyone's out there, little you know, seed investor, angel investor, wants to give us a shitload of money to make this big, feel free. But if you don't, we're going to keep doing it anyway because it's great fun. Cheers, guys. Hey, this is Jeff with Titanosaur, and you're listening to Mike Five and Dr. Bones on New Music Saturday. So you're out for your usual run, and the best part, you're at the end of it. Especially as you knock seven seconds off your PB. Woohoo! How did that happen? Who cares? Now that feels like winning. So roll with it and turn today into Wednesday. With a scratch card. Make today a Wednesday with a scratch card from the National Lottery. Your numbers make amazing happen. Search Dream Big, Play Small. Rules and procedures apply. Players must be 16 or over. Welcome to New Music Saturdays with myself, Dr. Bones, a doctor of rock and many things, but not a medical doctor. And of course, the guitarist that we wish they were, Mike Five. What's happening, Mike? Good evening, brother. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling really good this evening. Um, I'm, it's so cold outside. And I know I'm saying that to someone who, who lives in a country with very extreme weather, but <laughs> it's so cold outside. I am genuinely pleased to be inside for the first time since lockdown 
300 and whatever it is now began. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty good. How are you? Uh, very good. Had a good week, and I figured out our audio problem uh, during the course of the weekend. Uh, big thank you to uh, Dave, aka uh, Spinflint on Twitter, who's part of Grass Cutter, the Guapo Projects, and many other side projects. But he helped me do some troubleshooting, so I I, uh, I asked him to Google search, and I and I figured it out. And it was so weird because it was something I never would have thought of. I was like, I never use that function at all. So and to get to it's about three or four steps, but I tried it and. Boom, and here we are. We're back online and plugged in, not unplugged. So awesome. <laughs> but, uh, and that's like, I mean, that's that'd be the real test. If yeah, know, it's just guys. <laughs> oh, no, the guys. Our levels are working fine, so we're good to go. But let's welcome our musical guest for this week. So, welcome, Felix Saunders. How's it going, buddy? Not too bad, not too bad. You know, enjoying a Saturday night inside yeah. as usual. <laughs> How have you found uh, staying at home? I'm I'm really lucky where I am just because nobody goes near anybody anyway. <laughs> you just fuck off into the middle of the forest and you're, you're grand. So we we've been we've been ridiculously lucky with all of this. Um, I we we were expecting to get hit hard, but. We haven't been yet, so I would say lucky. Fair play. It sounds like a pretty good part of the world if everyone just avoids each other anyway. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, not so much around here to, to a certain extent as well, and uh, it can be uh, very frustrating. And kind of fight the same plan too. The other day, I ran into a buddy, so we're no, we're both the boys shorts, so we're 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 you know the, the two meters apart, and we're talking. And uh, so uh, we we'll get the stuff we need, and we're and we're about to go um, down the aisle, and he's he's about to go the opposite way, and, and it's just like no, 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 and I, I my hands are full, right? So I'm kind of trying to use my 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 index to kind of point the fork to the arrow. So he's like, what? It could, could it always go try to fist pound me? He's like, no, 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 dude, it's not a fist pound. I'm like, man, the wrong way, you gotta go that way. The arrow. He's like, oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I, it, it's been crazy and weird, like. Especially because where I stay, we got a lot of old people, and uh, at the start of the pandemic, there was people trying to make their way up here to nowhere to protect themselves, and I just kind of went, "No, protect <laughs> yourselves." You is I go, we've got enough vulnerable people up here, and I would like to see them on the other side of this, right? <laughs> and. Uh, it was just a bit nuts, but but we've it's been taken seriously, but with a sense of humor up here, I would say. No, fair enough. I think that's a good that's a good approach, though, isn't it? Like there are, I mean, I think we've all been through that thing. I know we're not here to talk about the pandemic, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so relevant to everyone. We've all been through that thing probably where it was like, oh, it'll be all right. It's only, you know, China's miles away or, you know, Wuhan or whatever. And then it was like, oh, it's getting closer. Oh, we'll probably get it and then we'll be all right. And then it was, oh my God, everyone's going to die. And then it was, oh, now we have to teach our own kids. Great. And <laughs> just go, you, go, you, know, you go through all these phases uh, and then it, I think it's got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm a bit fed up of it. But I think there's like two groups of people now. There's people that are fed up of it, but quite, you know, still respecting the rules, and people that are fed up with it and just taking their chances. And I, 
I'm not in that camp. Like, <laughs> like I still don't want it. So leave me alone. <laughs> go away. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of a mad situation to be in. I think. I dig that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about some music? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So first off, um, Felix, uh, the the EP uh, uh, Mike and I took off air. I've been listening to it tons, and uh, I just just you know, uh, my wife loves. The, um, uh, this feels like progress to the new uh, new EP. She loves it because we listened to it last. I, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, I got to intrude. I put the wrong title in the literature, and it's. I guess this is progress. Okay, guess this is progress. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens when you're too dyslexic. Uh, well, either way, uh, both of us love it, and because I asked her, because we listened to it last night, we were doing a few things around the house, so we had in for, for a background. And it's like, well, what do you think? She goes, I, I love it. And she's like, can you, can you can it send it to me so I can put it on my phone to listen to it around the house when you're at home? So, um, but it's it's great, man. And it, it's and I I think my first question would be is how is this uh, how is the, the the transition from being in a band setting to a solo artist? It it was it was really easy. Um, obviously, with everything that's going on, I I'm always writing and. Well, the both you and I and Jens have been massively supportive in this, like unbelievably so. They they both actually went. I'm so proud of you. This is this is great uh, for me. It kind of I had this idea to do this six or seven years ago, but it's taken some time, and I I. I wrote at least a hundred songs for this oh, easily, wow. and oh. I didn't say there were a hundred good songs. Let's get out. But it, I, I've had some amazing support, kind of locally, far away from yourselves, which is, which has been great, uh, and. It, it wasn't the easiest process writing some of the songs, uh, like if I'm being honest. Right. But I'm I'm glad I did it. It I feel better for doing it. Do you write music? This this is um. This is one of those questions that's like. I don't know. I don't know how people feel about it, but do you write music for yourself to make yourself feel better? Because I find music very cathartic. Or is there a bit of it where you're writing it for other people, either because you want them to hear it or for them to feel better, or you know, whatever the reason is? But where, where do you lie? Where do you stand on that? I I write music for myself, um, short and simply. It's a, it's a bit like a fucking heroin habit, to be honest. <laughs> and the worst of it. Well, uh, at least you're not chasing the dragon, right? So <laughs> I'm not sure. Like some days, <laughs> uh, music to me is is a safe space, and I I always feel really lucky that it's something I can fall back on. Uh, but generally, I write for myself, and you know, if people like it, great. If people don't like it, that's fine. It's it's a divisive topic regardless but i i always appreciate when close friends go hey that was cool 
I find that I tend to write stuff for myself, but then I get a real buzz when people like it, uh, particularly like playing gigs and whatever. And, and then you go, it becomes part of why you enjoy it but for me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, when people do enjoy it, I get confused. If I'm, if I'm, being honest, it's like I'm really bad at taking compliments. It's like, oh, I've got friends going, really like that. And I'm like, going, can you go fuck off now? <laughs> Are you joking? Like... <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, yeah that, that is my way. Like, uh, uh, that, that was a funny joke. Leave me alone now. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> um, one of the things I picked up on is is this EP, like we get a lot, you know, tons of music sent to us. It's amazing. We're incredibly lucky. Yes. Um, you know, if only we were paid to do it, we'd be even luckier. <laughs> but we, <laughs> you know, we get a shitload of music. But what I'm always fascinated by is, you know, the, especially in recent years, the sort of singer songwriter thing is is no longer. When I click on the link, I no longer know what I'm going to hear, right? Whereas a few years ago, I'd have a pretty good idea of probably what a lot of stuff that was singer-songwriter was going to be. I have absolutely no clue now. Um, and what was amazing about this was there are so many um, just little light layers and little touches in this that kind of just all... Everything seems so understated and subtle, but together it makes this huge, huge sound. Um, so I'm kind of interested in how you write like that, because... If you're in a band, it's easy. People add bits, but you've got to add all those bits yourself. So how on earth do you kind of... Is that planned? Is that natural? Go on, tell me about it. Um, so I, I was really lucky. Um, Pete Fletcher the, has done the last two Highland Lords albums, produced this. Okay. And we had Mother Night come in as well, just, just to have a third person. Because when you got two people working on music... When it when a deadlock hits, it doesn't help. And he was a massively great musician to have around. Nice, right? Um, and he added his layers, and I was always cool with that. I I always think of bringing a song is just you know, it's the blurb of the back of the book. Everybody else is now putting in the great sentences, the great ideas. And it was it it was great to have, and sometimes like it was it was really chill as well. It was like an intense two days, but the chillest two days you would ever have in your life. Oh, no, he's right on. <laughs> and I and I these two guys, I would give so much credit to on helping shape this. From, you know, putting their input in, being honest, uh, you know, winding me up occasionally. <laughs> I, I love that when people are winding me up. But it, it was a really just good experience. I, I have a bad habit doing that to people sometimes, but it's more or less for my own, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's more or less for my own amusement. And, and I'm sorry, it's sad to say, but, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you. For and, my own amusement, not anybody else. It's, it's just because I, I know it's so easy to kind of push certain buns, right? But nine times out of ten is like I push the buns, I get them wound up, and then I walk away and I leave them with everybody else. So they have to hear it, and I don't have to hear anything at all. So I was like, all right, I'm out. A bit like dropping a bomb going, 
Yeah, pretty much. There we go. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this hand grenade in from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but, uh, so back to the EP, um, lyrically, uh, I absolutely loved it. And just, just some of the, just uh, the one lines or a couple sentences here and there really stuck out. And whether they were uh, really deep or just almost uh, kind of funny. And, and uh, just the one was, when he said, I like, I am the Death Star, is like, no way, man. I think it's like the awesome, like, Star Wars right away, like, Star Wars Geek's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I, yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking I like to hide. Hold on. That's like the best way to put this. With, with my lyrics, each, I like to try and make each line a different story that feeds into one bigger narrative. I don't know if that's clever or because I'm retarded, but either or. I think I paint images a wee bit differently, like, just because I, I see the world a bit differently overall. So my, my favorite line on that whole EP is, I built myself a matchstick. God just a sacrifice to myself. <laughs> nice. I love that. I I have no idea like, when this shit happens, I've I've got no idea what's going on. It just happens. Everyone lucky enough to write it down. I do. And I, but yeah, hope and faith is one of my personally favourite songs because it's less about me, but more about somebody I saw going through a hard time. It was taken from a Facebook post in reality. Oh, wow. Okay, right on. I, you know, I, I, I watch what's going on around in the world and try and do my best to process it. Yeah, well, right now, there's just so much, and it's hard for just, just telling anybody to take in because it's just so much constant change and, you know, the... the it's the the whatever it doesn't matter which news station you're watching like or what part of the world it's flooded with all the same things and it's just like it's almost like it's freaking people out more and more so they need kind of a diversion and distraction and that's why we have MS <laughs> to have interviews and have fun and talk about music <laughs> well, yeah, shameless self-promotion well, <laughs> well if you're not going to be shamelessly self-promoting yourself on your own show you're doing something wrong <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this show because it gives so many people like a, a chance to step up and you guys are very honest and supportive so I, I since I started you guys have been part of that and I love that well, we really appreciate that. I mean, we, we do try, we do have fun doing this because it's literally for the love of music and this is sidetracks and just each show is different and nothing's, nothing's planned but the playlist. Otherwise, pretty much anything goes and it's going to gonna go where the wind takes us, right? And even the playlist changes occasionally. <laughs> That's, this is true. <laughs> Sometimes like on the fly during the show, so. <laughs> um, you said something about uh, painting pictures. That there's so much imagery in the lyrics. Like, like you know, I I play the guitar. I, have, I haven't written any good 
lyrics since I was 15 and they probably weren't as good as I thought they were then. Um, so, so I kind of tend to notice the, the music in, in music, if that makes sense, um, the first few times I hear something. Um, but, and then I get into the words and then that makes something special when you really connect with it, right? But the first time I heard this, um, I was straight in with the lyrics. It was just really, you know, because there's so much imagery and because I'm I guess, quite visual, it was really captivating. Um, and you talked about <laughs> kind of, you know, how those things come to you and whatever. But do you, um, I guess my question is, is that a deliberate thing? Are you thinking, oh, what's another way of saying that? Or are you just writing it as stuff that, you know, comes to you and you go, do you think in images, I guess, is the question. I I try and catch the idea as fast as it happens. And I don't always get lucky with that because I w- because it, it's, I will go. I will say this a few times through this, but because I'm dyslexic, my mind gets a bit muddled up on on very simple shit. So I will have a, you know, what is a straightforward idea to somebody else. I get confused about, and I I've seen myself writing the wrong half of the line somewhere else. Oh wow! And. You know, it, it's always just trying to catch that lightning in a bottle. But I, at the same time, when I'm happy about it, I that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I don't do anything with it, I'm like, those words came out of your mouth. Oh, well, actually, that wasn't too bad. Uh, that, was, that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Does that answer the question enough? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's not really a right or wrong answer to any of this, right? No. <laughs> I, I hope not. I'll fail otherwise. No. <laughs> no, these are just kind of mainstream questions that we've thought of, and like we're not shock jocks. This is all about music and some sidetracks here and there, but that's what we want to know like, about. Let's be honest, it's mostly sidetracks and a couple of questions. To yeah. <laughs> Let's not be around the bush. Um, you mentioned obviously um, having dyslexia. Does that? I, I, I don't know. The fact that you mentioned it in that context makes me feel like, oh, that maybe that drives you. Or is that just wrong? Or I don't know. Does it help with the music in a way? It does. I I didn't realize how. Like I've known I've had it since I was a kid, but I didn't realize how much it affected me. Because most people go, you're just shit with spelling and stuff. But it it affects some really odd parts of your life, social interactions, stuff like that. And I I never realised that. And before I started writing, well, I'd been writing the EP, but before I really got down to it, I'd been learning about it. And I've kind of learned that me just writing in a weird way is it's okay it's part of what I do and it's part of the condition and it's part of the fact I just see the world a wee bit differently because I can't process things the same way everybody else can right right we don't think it's weird that's the weird thing (laughs) (laughs) we listen to it that's that's beautiful that's amazing that's incredible you'll go oh it's just a weird way of looking at it but I don't know it's funny isn't it perception is so much I, well, yeah, I would say this entire EP is just about a fucking weird perception. 
Well, you know what? Uh, we will get to a uh, song in just one moment here, but just on that note, I was telling uh, Adam this the other week, I said, well, uh, just because it has some relation to it as, as far as perception goes, uh, uh, Days of the New, their, 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 first, uh, their first album, there's a song called Shelf in the Room, and Travis Meeks was asked about it. And he's like, oh, like, what, what kind of deep spiritual meaning does it have to do? He's like, and he kind of looks at him, he's like, Deep spiritual meaning, like what? Because no, dude. Because I was just tripping balls, and I just thought it sounded like a good <laughs> idea. Like, so and just just look in the interview's face, it just oh, was it was gold. It was fucking gold. Like, oh, okay. Well, here's shelf the room. <laughs> uh, I love I love a lot of the the classic kind of rock and roll stories, though, where it's just like, like oh, I didn't have that deep meaning. I was. Just, Fuck. Yeah, well, that that was so funny. Just just a look on his face. Travis means like like, like kind of deadpan. Looked over and said, "What?" It's like, no, dude, I was really messed up. I was tripping balls, and it's like a good idea. So I wrote the song. <laughs> I've got a random question for you, actually. Um, by the way, do you like classical music? First of all, do you listen to any classical music? Not particularly. As a musician, I do appreciate the skill. The way it's gone into it's it's not my thing, but it's I I, I appreciate it, but no. Okay, <laughs> okay. no, that's right. Because um, okay, well, I tell you what. Do you have uh, like is there? Because I'm going to talk about a composer in a minute, but I'm just going to say like Bach or someone. Unless you have like a favorite composer or someone that you want me to to frame this question in, I realize I'm, getting, I'm not telling you what the question is yet. <laughs> but is there any particular composer you want me to mention in my next question? How's that? I, well, I'm quite into uh, John Williams. Because... Brilliant. Okay, right. So the question is: Would you rather hear the music of John Williams played by a barbershop quartet or a heavy metal band? <laughs> classical music and heavy metal are way more linked than people think oh that's so true that, i mean that's why snm by metallica works so beautifully uh, no no way. no it doesn't oh man that is literally my favorite thing that metallica have ever done and i'm a huge metallica fan as you know but it just gets me. Like it just makes me. It makes my spine tingle. It's fucking incredible. I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I I I thought that was a, a stroke of brilliance. Bonesy's not there. He's not no, on this chair. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. That's what, what I will not agree to. That's just the thing that makes music. <laughs> Everybody agrees, but right. as long as I mean, we, we don't disagree on much, we disagree on our favorite Cure album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. I, I need to hear what is the favorite Cure albums here? Disintegration. See, mine is a, an album called Blood Flowers, which was much later, but really beautiful. I, I, I'm not gonna lie; it's a greatest hits for me, but that's because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Um, is it the Beatles? Alan Partridge, what's your favourite Beatles album? Well, I have to say it's the best of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all the hits. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Actually, that's the other one we disagree on. I don't really like the Beatles, and you're a big Beatles fan. I'm yeah, good. well, I mean, but it's, we, 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 we uh, agree on the Stones, so we're good, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we agree on so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest, though. Out of all this musical talent in the 60s the kinks were really underrated 
Yeah, my, yeah you know, that's very true. A few people have said that, and my mate in particular, who I really trust, um, my mate James, who I've known forever, uh, we've been in bands together all our lives. You met Baines, of course, yeah, oh, over yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Um, and he said a very similar thing. And every time he says something like that, I go and buy a load of stuff. <laughs> like he mentioned Credence Clearwater Revival six months ago. And I've now got five albums in my collection. Well, it's just like one major, I just trust him. And he said the same about the Kings. And I kind of, I completely agreed with some of their stuff. But actually, I didn't find that there was one album or one piece that really blew me away on its own. It was just like when there were collections of, you know, three or four songs in a row on a particular album. It was like, oh, I can see why people say that. But right. That was one. Of the, that was just like a. That's how I felt. I mean. Well, I I've always felt that with with certain periods of music, there's always a kind of trio. There's a big two, and then there's the third artist that nobody talks about. Right. <laughs> and when it comes <laughs> to like the Kings, it's it's obviously the Stones and the Beatles. Yeah. 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 That's fair. You know. Uh, you you've got Elvis and Cash, right? Yeah, and I, fair enough. And off the top of my head, I've forgotten who the third person is, but <laughs> some <laughs> other person, yeah. No, they they're well, the who the legitimately Zeppelin. always just this third person that everybody kind of just overlooks. Like when you look at the big two in pop punk, like Blink One Eight Two and Green Day, right? Nobody talks about Alpine Trio, who I think, as far as music is going, they are. They, they really do push what that genre can do. I would have totally said Green Day and The Offspring. <laughs> nice. I don't rate The Offspring, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh it's yeah. sacrilege. Oh, man. Why don't we take a quick break here and listen to a new song from the Brownie P, I guess it's progression, then bitch about offspring after the song. <laughs> so, so here we go with Felix Saunders and King of Nothing. Dig this. I was caught in a dream Cause reality is coming too hard I've got a bitter taste From feeling I don't Jester, you may think me a claim that I'm the king, the king of nothing. I'm trying to grow up, but I'm just going older. I'm the king, the king of nothing. Starting to fall apart 
Saunders with King of Nothing off the Brenny EP called I Guess This Is Progress. It comes out February 15th. And Felix, man, this was a great tune. I love the lyrics. And it just, uh, although uh, admittedly a, a little a little bit on the, on the depressing side, but still a great tune. I absolutely love it. I, I don't write happy songs to <laughs> I... I, if I'm being honest about this particular song, I was not in a good place. Right. Um, I, I didn't feel like I had much. I, I don't want to get go into it too deeply, but no, that's fine. I, I, it had been a rough couple months. I'd gone from being fairly content in my life to, you know sitting on a bedroom floor in my parents' house. Right. So it, it was it was a bit rough, but in hindsight, now I'm, I'm happy it happened, kind of. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you got a bit sung out of it, so... Yeah, well, this is the thing is, quite often what, what it said to me is like, a, well... When it comes time for you to write some new songs, we'll fucking make sure you're miserable. <laughs> <laughs> there was a great um, quote, and I, I don't know because I never followed the rest of it. <clears throat> but, uh, when that came out, I loved that album. I thought it was really beautiful. And then um, he didn't do anything for ages. And there was this interview, and someone said, oh, you haven't done anything for ages. Like, what's, what's coming out? What's the plan? He said, well, the problem is I've been in this new relationship for a while and I'm pretty happy, so I can't write songs. 
<laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> How do you respond to that? I think there's, it's it, like what we were saying earlier, right? When, when you write music for yourself, but it does become something else when it's when it's out there. It becomes something to other people. It you know it takes on its own meaning and and all of that kind of stuff. But I think songs like this are beautiful for that reason because it's a really honest song. It's got brilliant imagery and, and lyrics and everything like we were saying earlier. But it is a beautiful song. It's kind of one of those where it feels very honest. It feels like you kind of, you know, put your heart on the line almost and say, this is how I feel. But I think so many people will engage with that because of that and because it's relatable and everyone goes through shit all the time, especially at the moment. <laughs> it, I think that's a beautiful thing. You know? Well, I, I did get a bit of a... See, I, I like my friends at art and music because they kind of keep me grounded. Right. And... Uh, one friend in particular and she she was like going, this is really really good but you're going to have to learn to write songs when you're not miserable <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it was just one of those perspectives where you go fuck uh, yeah I better start working on this <laughs> and she, she's been really good in, in supporting it and stuff like that I, I I've known her since I was about fifteen, nice. and she she's heard the the musical progression as a go. Uh, and when this came around, she went, "I like this one." <laughs> nice. It's like, what in hell? About time. <laughs> you gotta like at least one thing I've done, but I I I, I do like that kind of thing because it keeps me grounded and it keeps me at least trying to be honest when I'm doing music right because I I I hate kind of the the yes man factor yeah, yeah fair enough I, as I can I, I like having friends that go that was shit <laughs> yeah I think you know if when you said non-music I mean I have a friend who I, I call a non-musical friend. He has the biggest music collection I've ever seen, um, but he doesn't play any instruments is what I mean by, by non-musical. So he's never written his own <clears throat> stuff and put it out there, but he knows about music. And he's always the guy now that I run stuff by because he'll say, that feels a bit confused, or what you're trying to say there, or that's really good, or I like that. And I don't always agree with or listen to his opinion, but... When he says something and I go, oh, I don't know what, I kind of, I had that and I probably didn't want to say it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's really valuable to have someone do that and to help you, you know, because otherwise it's all just like talking in the echo chamber and everyone's sucking each other off and all the rest of it. It's like, <laughs> all right, guys, all right, guys. <laughs> but you've got to have a little bit of positive, and I don't mean saying everything's shit, I just mean some sort of critic, you know, critique that says, you could do this, or have you thought about this, or what does this mean? Just someone with a you know real voice that's being honest with you is really important, especially if you go solo as well. I mean, geez. Yeah, I, I, it's it's always been good because she she's surrounded it with musicians. Like her brother is somebody I played in a band with, and, oh, wow. and she she always goes, "I got no idea what's going on, but that was shit or that was good." <laughs> that is it. You 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 don't get like a deep criticism. It was it was good or it was bad. There is no in between. 
that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love it because, you know, it, it brings you back to reality because, you know, I've, I've got plenty of musical friends that they'll give you different feedback that can be good, bad, and stuff like that. But just that, that was fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in my first, uh, I think it was my first year of sixth form, first year of college, and so I was about I don't know, 15, I guess you are then, 16. And um, <clears throat> we recorded this EP. Well, it's like eight tracks, we called it an EP. Um, and we're really like proud of it. It was a really, you know, it's kind of a, you know, filthy bedroom recording but it was a really you know we really enjoyed it and um <clears throat> and so whenever people used to do that like because everyone was in the band obviously and uh <clears throat> you'd get a cd of it and you chuck it on like in the common room when everyone's got a free period or whatever and, and people would listen to it and everyone would be oh, that's amazing. That's really good. and this one girl walks in and she went oh can we turn this depressing shit off please <laughs> <laughs> and it was the best i was like oh do you know what you're so right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like I love moments like that. Yeah, those those yeah, moments where somebody kind of just levels you out and go, makes you go, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Maybe I tour of Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My gee, not sure what Brazil's like at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sure anyway, like at the moment. Moving on. Um, <laughs> So we only have a couple more minutes here. So uh, um, I would say what's next for you, Felix, after this EP? Are you going to start recording more music and putting another EP on top of that or putting a full-length album? What's what's happening? Well, um, I'm definitely going to do uh, another EP. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be out this year. But I'm, I'm not going to make any promises. Right. When it comes to the album, I'm... I'm going to make an album as well, where it's just part of my plan, and I'm I'm just going to make it the most chaotic thing anybody's ever fucking heard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I I've got a massive taste in music, so I want it to reflect that. I want it to reflect me. I want it to be an interesting listen. I want it to be something that people sit down, they listen to from end to end. And enjoy. Even if they don't like it, they just kind of go, that was fucking weird, but that was pretty <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> just because of who I am as a person, I can be pretty chaotic. So right. I want that to reflect over. Oh, fair enough. Well, man, like I said, we've had a great time. So thank you so much for joining us again. This is your second time on the show, but just in a different facet. But thank you so much. It was awesome. Thanks for having me, man. It was great. Man, it was a real pleasure. And honestly, we were both saying um, you know, before we called you up off air, just like we've been listening to this over and over again. And, you know, part of that is because you don't interview someone without hearing what they do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're really enjoying it and we get really excited about it. And it's great. So, yeah, when that, everyone listening, when, when it comes out, go stream it, buy it, whatever. How are you going to sell it? How are you going to sell it? You should give us a last plug before you go. How, where can people find this and on what day? Um, well, I'm not on a label, so please don't steal it. But if you have to, <laughs> I will be okay with that. Just enjoy it. Feel better. Okay, well, wait. 
All right, on. Well, man, Felix, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll definitely be talking to you again very soon. Absolute pr- pleasure. Mike? Sorry, I was on mute. Cheers, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. The baby just started kicking off upstairs, so I put myself on mute so no one can hear him screaming. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, thank, thank you. Thank you, Felix. Have a great night, buddy. We'll talk to you again soon. No worries. Thanks right. for having me on, man. Cheers. Guys. Good night. <laughs> Cheers. Get my back in one second here. So just two moments here. And hold my back in three, two, and one. There we are. Hey, Mike. There we are. Hello. <laughs> so, man, what a great time. Uh, second time for Felix on the show, but that was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And we probably could have gone a little bit longer, but I was like, you know what? We, we, got, we got a bit of a time frame to kind of, kind of keep to you to a point, so... But, <laughs> which usually involves starting late yeah yeah, late. yeah. <laughs> either way man yeah, what a great time great. It's it was really good to talk to him oh yeah the, the EP really is brilliant it's awesome and also like he said oh we should definitely count how many times I say fuck and it was only four I was counting oh. uh, I was actually live tweeting that and it was it was only four so fair play to him he obviously <laughs> <laughs> kept that in <laughs> well I know it is fine but uh you know, well, it just if you don't tell him, it's pretty nice if we don't tell him, then we'll probably catch him all a few more times, which is fine. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> either, either way, man, uh, we've got a great kick ass part one. And again, a big thank you to Felix Saunders uh, for joining us tonight, talking about his new EP. Uh, I guess this is progression, so which is awesome. By the way, it comes out on February 15th. So next up, we have brand new Metalite with a song called A Virtual World. Dig this.
terminated. Right on, Metalite with a virtual world, Ben. That was just so heavy and such powerful vocals, man. It just uh, it's it's like a, a story being told at a loud volume, but it's it's completely tolerable and just acceptable. And well, her octave range is just crazy. Like, what a great tune! That was just ridiculous to get. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you said to me, hey, Mike, do you want to hear some really fast, feel-good speed metal with soaring vocals and uh, shredded guitar solos? Um, I'm not going to say no, am I? <laughs> <laughs> the answer's like, well, yes, I do. And they, that was that. It's like, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, it's just fucking brilliant, actually. <laughs> I love these guys. Like, and everything is like that. It's all like high tempo, in your face fucking crazy awesomeness um, I love it man I absolutely love it um, this is a great tune by a great band right on man well next up we have a world premiere brand new Dichroma song's called uh, Frame Dagger dig this
right on the world premiere of the brand new Dichroma song called Frame Dagger. Man, this was a badass heavy tune, especially the last, say, like minute, minute, bit. And holy man, it sounded like Alice in Chains, like Jerry Cantrell. That was just some badass riffs, and like just the, the vocals were great. I loved the, the, the fade and just and it kind, of, kind of grunge metal. Like, what a great tune that was! Grunge metal is, is so right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's great. I mean, it is, it's a massive sound, and you know, they're such a great band. I really, really, really love these guys. It has got a really kind of deep, heavy Alice in Chains type vibe, which obviously we both love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> but but there's just there's so much in there, isn't there? Just the the guitar lines and the tone and the you know the little kind of um, you know, flourishes and instrumental bits, and then the vocal is just you know it's almost understated, but it just it's so powerful, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. I think it's awesome. Well, man, next up we have a brand new. This is a brand new Fish Band, which got their their week uh, courtesy of Inverse Records. Dude, and... sorry, can I interrupt you for one second? By all means. Sorry, I just wanted to say as well because I meant to say this last time we played them. Uh, they actually thank us and a bunch of other um, like indie stations and podcasts and stuff um, on the on their. Bandcamp for um uh, for their EP too. So I just wanted to thank them back and say actually you don't need to thank us. We just love the music. But yeah, and it's <laughs> yeah, awesome. That a, yeah, that was a cool shout. Out. So I just, sorry, I meant to say that before. No, all okay, good. No, it, it's totally fine. And uh, you're right. I mean, that's awesome. Again, we love this band, and uh, it likes to get the big thing to Inverse Records. So this is Vajra, and song's called Sever the Tie. Dig this.
holy fucking hell. That was amazing. That was Vajra with Sever the Tie. That's off their new album, which is on Bandcamp, like Mike said. And, man, first off, the vocals are so powerful. Holy crap. You know? <laughs> it just, it just, it's unbelievable. It just, it's just leveraging this stuff. And you know what? We've had a lot of uh, good finished female front of bands, uh, uh, Mia Rose being one of them. But, my God, I just, I just, it's so powerful. I just love listening to her sing. It's like, you can kind of get lost in just those, the, 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 the it just, the octaves you can hit, it just so um, crystal clear and there's just no break in your voice at all and it just, just nails it. And just a heavy tune in general. I mean, the rest of the band were awesome as well. Don't get me wrong. And I know the progression and just like, it's kind of good metal and a good, um, um, uh, different timing, different time signatures throughout the song. Obviously, it's going to happen, but a little bit more than usual than some songs. But this, the fact they made, to, they managed to make it flow so smoothly, it was just badass tune. <clears throat> yeah, man, it was. I mean, it was a great tune. And like you say, I love the kind of halftime bits in there and all that. But it, it was just one of those where everything came together so brilliantly in the mix, didn't it? Like it just sounded so complete. And there was that kind of, you know, Eastern influence guitar in there. There was a big smashing cymbals that kind of take you through. And it was just like this whole thing just had so much power. It was incredible. And like you say, the vocals were like, wow. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I realized they just said live on it and like, wow. But it just made me go like, wow. That's how good it is. It made me sound like a 16-year-old American teen girl in a film <laughs> this is awesome you'll be godfrey awesome <laughs> sorry i'll go back to being me it was fucking brilliant proper rock and roll uh, but yeah it was it was really good <laughs> and uh just a quick correction here um i i i saw as one word but wasn't so the the world premiere of the daiko ma song is frame dragger not dagger so that's my mistake i do apologize and i just kind of glanced at it and for some reason dagger stuck in my head not dragger but it was frame dragger but anyway the great tune as well as this one was, was by vajra so absolutely so next up let's see who do we have oh man it's been a while since we heard anything new from these guys but this is badass and i'm so happy to get this email so we have brand new Seething Cura. So it's called Knock Off God. Dig this.
that explains all the evil that consumes this place we call our own. I refuse to believe your existence to save my own. And I refuse to believe your existence Kira with Knock Off God. Oh man, they just keep on getting better and better and developing their sound that much more. Uh, it just, you know, it just the, the heaviness too. They're they're kind of moving from new metal to like they're almost their own brand of new metal, if you know what I mean. Like vocally and just they're just getting heavier and just the 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 the, the, the rapping kind of kind of that sounds a little bit like uh, um, Linkin Park. Has, has just evolved so much and what a great tune is so excited to see this email like awesome man you're absolutely right it's such a great tune it's i mean it's just big heavy brand new tune great riffs lyrics brilliant and like i always love the emotion the passion there's no half-assed vocal in seizing akira ever it's all like you know we must spend a lot of time like getting in the mood to be that like, angry to record <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, maybe not. Maybe there's just so much out there. Well, <laughs> from the, the first time we played by them, backlash. You know, this is oh, my no. backlash. Like, oh, I know, man. Right? It gives you chills. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, brilliant. I, I mean, what a fantastic team. And you know what? I love. You know, I absolutely love um, that whole anything that makes a point like that. I love, and I know I always say that, but I really do because it's just like, oh, come on, well, well, <laughs> sort well. it out. To, yeah, to, to be honest, I, I love Lamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you picked that up. <laughs> Man, I fucking love that film. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just name things you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Lamp. <laughs> Are you just thinking of things in the room thinking you love them, Brick? I love Lamp. <laughs> I, my, my, I mean, there are so many good bits in that. I love the bit where he's in the phone box and he's like, I'm in a glass cage of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, my, favorite, my favorite bit has to be when there's the, the massive kind of street fight between all the newsreaders. And he's like, oh, wow, yeah. Quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Dor- Dor- Dorothy Mantooth, you know, like with. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know exactly, right? <laughs> And uh, the the one the one uh, I, I uh, the one line I I, I uh, say to Kim um, quite often is like, no, I'm not bad. I'm impressed. 
so moving on uh man we have some more great music to, to um we got two more tracks here to uh, finish up part one and the next up is brand new again another canadian band which we'd love to hear we'd love to hear canada represented because we have the uk covered and beyond as well as america and now canada we've been playing a lot of stuff and yeah. i love you all and we need to be plugging more and more and get our, our ourselves seen uh, and heard at the same time because we kind of just kind of put in the background and kind of it's all like, hey, what you guys do with that shit, right? So, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Canadian way, eh? <laughs> so, so next, I, did, um, I will just say that, um, Sonny, for, for those who don't know, Sonny's my six month old baby, um, it, he was wearing a pair of like you know, boots right. earlier, but like baby boots, and um. He kind of uh, he kind of was looking at one as if he was going to basically try to eat it, and I was like, "You don't want to eat that. That's a boot." And then I instinctively went, "Which is how Canadians say a boot." <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at me and went, "There's so many things wrong with that." <laughs> it's it's a boot. It's a boot. Uh, if you say it one more time, I'll give somebody a cry boot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so no. good. I did tell her I'd tell you that. <laughs> oh, no, and, oh, but no offense to whatsoever, man. It's so funny. I, mean, I, 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 laugh, I laugh at South Park being funny Canadians all the time, right? <laughs> and I, I told I, uh, one of my good buddies, uh, uh, Scotty Dean, um, he, uh, we were talking the other day cause, uh, in, in, uh, in passing. So I, and I said I, I was watching something and either it popped over to remind me of South Park and I said, well, here's the one where they talk about like like uh, like Scott's like no, it's like no, like uh, you better be careful, with Scott. Scott's a dick, and it's this, and, and and it's a Canadian guy named Scott. Like, oh my God, there he is, Scott. You know, like it's like and, and, and it is like fee fee five full thumb. I smell craft dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, and and he's he, he starts laughing because you know what? Because you know what? Because the other day I was watching football and something came up and I can't remember what it is, but I'll text you when I remember. But something about South Park reminded me of you instantly because we were talking about football. Uh, no, American football last Sunday. So, but yeah, like like remember watching over Scott. Scott's a dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we go, man. This is a great tune. So here we go with Mad Wet Sea and a song called Free. Dig this.
Right on. That was Mad Wet Sea with Free. <clears throat> and I believe you're from Ajax, Ontario, which is like maybe a couple hours from where I am in London. Either way, great tune, like heavy ripped, and man, really enjoyed it. <clears throat> and I was, telling, I was telling you off air, I said it was a mix of like, like A's Metallica, a uh, mix with Pantera, but great tune, heavy. I just loved it, man. I just like, I just love these cat very, very catchy wrists, but just, just, but heavy as hell. And you just want to start. Like headbanging, really. (laughs) I love that kind of thrash metal. Like, it definitely reminded me of Kill 'em All, Metallica's Kill 'em All. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. Four Horsemen. That that, that little lick was a bit like Seek and Destroy, wasn't it? Which is pretty cool. I love that. Um, But then there's something about plugins. Sorry, go on. Sorry, I just said a little bit of Four Horsemen in there, too. Yes, yeah, definitely, exactly that kind of thing. Oh, it's such a good chink. There's one thing about that, um, like the way that the, the chugging is so straight that it's also got like a ZZ Top meets kind of a punk band thing going on, which is just like when you put that together with the sort of metal vibe, it's really a thing of beauty. That's <laughs> a very cool tune. I really like that. Right on. Well, we have uh, one more to get to for part one tonight. And uh, I'll pull up in one second here. Just give me two moments because I moved around for just one moment and not properly. So two seconds here, I promise. And here we go. So the band is called Carabella, and the song is called Candy. Dig this.
right on. Carol Bella with Candy. Man, that's uh, first off, courtesy of Curry Call Records, just for first and foremost. But uh, what a great tune, and it does have that like early nice alternative t- sound to it. So not quite uh, like Rugasol, which like eh, I can go either way on, right? <clears throat> but it just the, the vocals were powerful, and it just had that like, good catchy riffs, and um, it just it was a mix of like like nineties alternative mixed with like a little bit of what we'll call it uh, the twenty um, first century metal. <clears throat> Nice, yeah, mate. It's that is a class tune. Like the vocal just pushes through the mix. It's got that little bit of reverb on it where it just sits right front and center, and everything else kind of forms around it. And it's you know, it's got such a powerful voice. It's brilliant. The the whole thing, the whole you know, instrumentation, songwriting is brilliant. It's a really really strong tune, um, but it just sounds great, doesn't it? It sounds massive. It sounds like you're at a concert in the sky. Oh, fair enough. No, good, good. <laughs> very, very, very good point. So um, we're going to take a quick... You can imagine such a crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, I, I, I can. It's a kind of pretty scary imagery to come up with, but we will talk about that later. But uh, until then, we're going to take a quick... Uh, yeah, right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here uh, until we come back for part two. So we'll be back in about, say, let's say, Mike, what, about 15, 20, maybe? I reckon, yeah. All right, so we'll see 15, 20 minutes-ish, and we're never what we say we are. We tried, but, you know, life happens, but... At the end, we, we, we want to deliver a good product to you, and I hope you enjoy the show. So we'll be uh, just uh, just before we have part one here. So again, a big thank you to uh, Felix Saunders, uh, and the new EP is awesome. So remember, February fifteenth is when it comes out. It's called I guess this is a progress, but it's a great EP. You guys are really gonna like it. We're gonna play some more songs over the next couple weeks as well. So you're gonna kind of get a bit of a taste for it. But uh, big thank you to Felix, and we are going to have him back on again soon when the next EB comes out, but big thank you to him. So, Mike, we had a kick-ass part one, and uh, the rap host going to be completely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it is. It's going to be so good. Part two is, yeah, I mean, part one was amazing. Part two is looking shit hot. It's going to be really cool. Um, I've got a couple of uh, couple of interesting messages about some of the tracks in uh, in part two. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I will look forward to sharing those as well. But yeah, no, brilliant. And what a great interview. Thank you so much to Felix. That was really cool. So we're going to let Dr. Krieger take us out. So until like 15, 20 minutes-ish, we'll be back out. But until then, this has been Dr. Bones and Mike Five saying Bones out and Mike Five, whatever he likes to say. Phrase from show to show, but cheers to using it. So there you go. So until then, uh, Bones out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Shrinky-dink that! Krigger out!